Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. I'm your host, Sarah Stratton, and I have with me back from his wonderful shoot, Mr. JTE. Uh, wonderful is a tough word, but yeah, what? we'll oh. get into it. I thought you were so excited. <laughs> it was so good. I mean, listen, uh, when you get the call, you have to, it's something you have to answer. It's a big I was, call. I was on my way here. I called you and like, I was frantic. I was half excited, half scared. Yeah. Cause okay. to work on a Corey Feldman music video in Hollywood is, it's great. I can only think of like one or two things I'd rather be doing. <laughs> I mean, he's known for being like the guy at the Playboy Mansion. He is. Him and James Conn. Him and James Conn, exactly. And so we get there. We set up for about three hours in Beverly Hills. It was at a mansion. Uh, some crazy music video that he wanted to try to do all in like one take. Kind of like, you know, Gravity or like Alfonso Cron does his like one take yeah, kind of things. Like, like Children of Men. Yeah, like Children of Men. So after like three hours of setting up, the lighting, everything's perfect to go. We start shooting. He stops about 30 seconds to the first shot. And he goes, hold up. I'm going to run down to the 7-Eleven. And get a Choco Taco. <laughs> Everyone's looking around. I'm like, what? The? Choco Taco? They're delicious. But yeah, what's, they are we're, good. I was like, we got to, we're filming something here. And then his people are like, this happens all the time. So he leaves and he never came back. So if you ever want to meet him, you should just bring some Choco <laughs> bring some Tacos. Bring some Choco Tacos. He or loves just hang around okay. by a 7 Eleven, but, but shoot. Here's the thing right. he left, he never came back. The whole crew was there for three hours and the, literally the producer was like, we just got to shut down. I mean, hey, it's still at least you got a chance to see him for a second. We, I did. He had his glasses on. He never takes them off for some reason. Yeah, he's but, got good eyebrows. <laughs> what is that? Uh, uh, is that a? Is that like what is that? Your workout? This is a on today? scarf. Okay. It is a scarf. All right. Um, but we do need to talk about numbers. Last week, numbers were a little bit concerned. <laughs> you can't look at that. Well, it just looks like, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> she's got a sports bra on there because I think she's going to go to yoga or something I am like that. Going to go she to was, yoga. She's refusing to take the scarf off. I'm not taking the scarf it's off. It's like 85 degrees in here. Anyway. She's <laughs> <laughs> trying to help out. Last week, we had like number confusion between what was going on with Box Office Mojo and the three day weekend, four day weekend. So actually, the list. We do need to cover this real quick because of last week was different between the three day, four day. Yeah. Things were mm-hmm. moving. Um, it did go with Tomorrowland, then Pitch Perfect, then Max, then Mad Max for the three day weekend, then Poltergeist, then Avengers, and then it switches mm-hmm. for the four day weekend to, I believe, Avengers and then Poltergeist. Yeah. So we do need to just throw that out there because it wasn't exactly clear last week. Yeah, well, it'd be Memorial Day. Some mm-hmm. pe- you know, the studios still go by a three day weekend, but yeah. the Memorial Day is just like extra bonus. Of course. Because everyone has a day off. and But yeah, we I saw I watched the show, how you guys are going over both numbers. Well, we were discussing it. It's just... Yeah, it's just... Everybody has off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the people at Warner and Sony, they're like, I don't care they're what the like, numbers are today. They're like, we're not going to deal with this. Yeah, it's just more it. money, so we'll be mm-hmm. fine. Let's everybody screw up their shows. <laughs> All right. But let's get into this week's numbers, which we do have. So for the last weekend in May, here it goes. Number five. Going again to Avengers. Dropped about 50%, but brought in almost $11 million. 
dollars. So staying in there for week five, number five. Going up to number four, Mad Max, bringing yes. in thirteen point six million dollars. So it got beat out by both Tomorrowland and Pitch Perfect. Tomorrowland coming in at number three, Pitch Perfect coming in at number two. These three movies, Mad Max, Tomorrowland, Pitch Perfect, are within more or less like a million dollars mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. each other. Really close. Pitch Perfect went up more theaters, went up another hundred theaters. That's on top of the fact that last week it went up another, I believe, 80 or so. Mm-hmm. So it is bringing a little money. Um, it dropped 53%. Tomorrowland dropped 58 Percent um, still brought in more money than I thought it would. And Mad Max mm-hmm. only forty five percent lost the least amount. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth is really carrying that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of yes, the percentage of Mad Max is down the least, yeah. but Pitch Perfect is getting more theaters, mm-hmm. um, which to me was an interesting move because they did have such a wide release to begin with, and we've I think seen, people are pumped about it. But the well, reviews have been stellar. They've seen an opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like Aloha. Pfft. Still pitch perfect in more we, theaters. We will do the same thing. We will talk about that in a moment. Let's get to our number one San Andreas opening weekend, bringing in fifty three million dollars. Yeah, it'd be two, three, four combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Wow. And five, and two, three, four, and five. It's uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's biggest opening. Yeah, and not a fast movie. More or less I pred- solo I pred- opening. That's I what I'm saying. Solo. Well, I don't know about solo. There's two things else in that. One, uh, <laughs> what's her name, and the other one. Uh, <laughs> I said it was going to make 50 plus, and you call me crazy. I did not think it was going to make this. They were hiding kind of reviews. I would have expected the international appeal that mm-hmm. this movie has for sure, and I think it is carrying out strong in, in that section. I didn't expect the domestic appeal that this movie would have had. Um, I, and I am, uh, Dwayne fan. I like The Rock. I like All The Mummy. Like and yeah, like he's wonderful. But I just didn't, I don't think I put the credibility to the fact that he is very active on multiple platforms. He has so many fans if you're looking at Facebook, Instagram, yeah, like so many people. Fall. the piss out of this movie. Yeah, I did. And across multiple markets. Yes, China, whether it's everything. not going on, I know he's going on TV and like singing he, he and showed hosting up at Saturday my, Night Live. He showed like, up at my screening. <laughs> I saw San Andreas in Hollywood. He, he showed he, up. They said he was sleeping like three hours a day. Wow. If that. And it was like during the afternoon. I mean, um, it paid off. Cause so what did you predict it was going to make around? Not She said like 20-something. Oh, I thought wow. it was going to yeah. fail. I think you're underestimating. Even if The Rock wasn't in this movie, it still would have done very well because mm-hmm. people love disaster movies. Absolutely. It's summertime. Especially in Los Angeles. It's critic-proof. They just want to go see big, beautiful destruction. Mm-hmm. And nothing to... I mean, disaster movie really is kind of like what I think of when I think of a summer movie. Mm-hmm. It's big scale, yep. uh, just popcorn entertainment. So I would have said anywhere from 50 to 60. Yeah. Aloha like, was I in did not this. See Aloha was in the, uh, San Andreas. <laughs> just like buried. San Andreas yeah. buried Aloha. Aloha <laughs> didn't make our top five. It came yeah. in at number six with mm-hmm. right now a 10 million flat. I thought it was going to make more money than that. Oh, you had it at 20. I uh, guess. I think, I think that the heat got to you last week. Maybe. <laughs> that's the, that's maybe why it she's did. I yeah, thought maybe, yeah. <laughs> I need to go get some stress relief <laughs> yeah. at yoga. Um, no, but for Aloha, I think this is horrible. I think that 
you're talking about I love K. Red Crow. I love Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that there's a little bit of hope there. There are huge stars. This movie just, I thought that despite all of the negative press and the whitewashing and all these arguments coming out, I felt like everyone had kind of pushed aside that Aloha was mentioned during the Sony hack. Mm-hmm. It was brought up in emails. Yeah. It was it was, it was it was also pushed back five months. I thought they did a really good job of keeping the press away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, true. I thought that they had really honed in on focusing on these stars. Um, these people are the talk of the town for more or less most like Rachel McAdams very loved well, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Cooper or Emma like coming off of Birdman like huh. these people have such buzz I thought it was going to be stronger I thought it was going to be hold up against whether it's from the mom crowd or the young crowd against critical reviews and it just didn't well when yeah. I saw the trailer for this movie let me just say the cast is phenomenal Yes. Alec Baldwin, Bill Murray, Danny McBride. Yeah. Not to mention all the A-listers you just mm-hmm. round off. So when I saw this trailer, and the, I'm like you, I liked Cameron Crowe, especially his earlier work. Mm-hmm. At, there was a time where he was just one of the best filmmakers working. Absolutely. Uh, he has fallen off his past few films. So this, when I saw all the talent, I said, okay, these guys would not just sign up for any other movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, there must have been a great script to get all these people on board. Mm-hmm. So my, I think a lot of people were hoping this is the movie Cameron Crowe is going to make his comeback with. And unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> this is money wise, it's not, not and critic wise, it is not. They, not. Should, they should have put Part this thing out. Part of me actually wants to go see September. this movie because I feel like maybe this is just one bad comment that people have latched onto and now won't see it for anything else. No, the not the whitewash thing. It's getting destroyed on Rotten Tomatoes as well. It's is in, Emma Stone supposed to be playing like a part she's Japanese supposed to be girl pay, or something? Playing, I believe it's. I want to say it's like a quarter. No, yeah, no, Asian. No. Asian? Halapi Asian Indian. Halapi Asian or something. No. I mean, no. what is no. happening? She's, <laughs> and a lot of people are talking about that. I guess she's supposed to be some, like, she brings up a lot of, like, the culture while she's there. Yeah. And they're just, I don't think the character's coming through. And Maybe people she's aren't happy about this choice. Indian. You know what? Yeah. You know what might have made? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. One thing that could have saved Aloha was uh, a female named Alexandra Daddario. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, the biggest thing to come out of <laughs> The yeah. Rock yeah. movie, Did San Andreas, is not the earthquake. It's no. Alexandra Daddario. Do me a favor, Mark. Throw up that photo real quick of uh, the number one movie this weekend. All right. So as you can see here, Alexandra, she's you know totally delivering her you know eyeline here perfectly. Well, she's delivering something. <laughs> <laughs> the other That's guy sure. is doing his best, you know, looking out the window. They see a tsunami coming in people. Yeah. At this point in the movie, there's a tsunami coming. Look at that young lad. Yeah. What is he looking at? Yeah. That is called <laughs> wrong eyeline. I, I, if I was on that set, my eyeline would not be <laughs> out the no, window. I, well, two seconds earlier, she was staring at them, and then she did like a real quick switch. Yeah. And when Turn you, around. If a girl with that kind of uh, assets does a switch like that, <laughs> you'll, get a, you'll get a shake. And then you'll get a side from the front. <laughs> it's a pretty amazing thing. Uh, so that photo, I just think, captures exactly what most uh, young men are watching this movie for. That's Yeah, that's what I, and, I'm uh, going to watch it for, that. I think, and here, let me say this. She was also famously known for True Detective. Um, yes. I think she's going to break out. I think... Uh, yeah. She's got great eyes. Oh, man. Her eyes are unbelievable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got to get her on the show. Well, <laughs> we really do. Yeah. She's made two fans here. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, also, somebody asked me, like, what would you like to see her do next? If they're going to reboot Tomb Raider, I think she would be a perfect fit. Oh, absolutely. 
I could see that. I could yeah. see that. I think I no, I'm just that. throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing that out there, universe. Just, I'll call her. I'll call her people. <laughs> All right. Please do. I'm well, trying to get her in the office. We will see what's in the works for her. But before we do move on to anything else, let's talk about some of our winners. That's to you guys oh, yeah. out there. Matt Marshall, five for five. Wow. On Facebook. Mm. Good job, Mr. Matt Marshall. He had that piece of junk tomorrow land at three. <sighs> what a piece of junk that is. He had Aloha <laughs> out of the top five. I think he's going to lose. Good job. Someone at Warner Brothers is going to have to write a big check for Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's Disney. Clooney. No, it's, uh, it's... Tomorrowland is oh, yeah, 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 Disney. My bad, my bad. This is <laughs> like... It's, you know, after uh, Tomorrowland, San Andreas was San Andreas. which is at Disneyland. Listen, have you ever, correct. like, washed... <laughs> do your laundry and you left, like, $5 in one of your jean pockets yeah, and it's yeah. ruined? Yeah. That's basically what this does to Disney. Yeah, they're like... With mm. Avengers and Star Wars coming out, yeah, Tomorrowland like, is just yeah, a $5. It's just, like, yeah. bummer. Yeah. Oh, well. well. <laughs> no All right, deal. let's move on it's a big to... Stinker. If anyone's going to feel bad, I think it's George Clooney. He yeah. takes these things so personally. He does. And um, Brad Bird, because that guy was just hitting home runs until this movie came out. That's correct. He'll, he'll also be okay. All right, talking next to Miss, uh, Christian Siliberto, who's within 200,000 of San Andreas. Wow. Really? Well done. 200,000. Good very, very job. Good. I want to know how you hypothesized that number. I'm going to steal your technique. She's, She's great. Mixed, um, she mixed mine with not mm-hmm. yours. <laughs> uh, She's a big fan. She's been following us since day one. All Thanks, right. Thanks. Well, yes, thank you, Kristen. Also, to Musa Chandra and Dylan Kench um, with an, a million of Aloha, okay. which, wow. I mean, I think ugh, 10 million is love, but okay. Oof. And then to Haroon, who got four out of five, our second caller. Good oh. job. The boss. A, yeah, no, that's Jaron, the, the boss turner. Oh, yeah. Haran right? is, no, Haran is uh, oh, a guy sorry, who sounds like he's doped up all the time, but he's uh, not. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's <laughs> we'll, the best. We'll probably get a call from him later. Yeah. Um, can I just say Aloha? I had it like higher in my list only mm-hmm. because I thought with all that star power, mm-hmm. it would fool people just for the first weekend. Yes, I, at least I, I thought I had it number two. I had it number two. I, I had number no, two. I had number three. I had it uh, after Mad Max. Okay. I mean, I knew it was going to be around fifteen or something like that, but not ten. And it was fifteen would have got it. Do second you guys place. think that the PG thirteen rating hurt this? Oh, was it PG thirteen? Uh-huh. I just, uh-huh. I, just don't th- I just don't think they're ready. The audience. This is not a summer movie. I think Sony put it out. They're like, let's just get this out of here. San Andreas will crush it. Nobody will hear about it. And, and we'll maybe have some life on DVD and home video. Man, the small, teeny part of me that kind of wants to see Aloha has was now just vanished. destroyed because I told you it was PG-13. Yeah, because Karen Crow, he does his best stuff in a rated R setting, uh-huh. I believe. Mm-hmm. And now that I know it's PG-13, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. He's probably I forced kinda... to do it because if it was rated R, probably nobody would have seen it. Nobody would have saw it. So it was, I mean, you've got to look at it that way. a little bit more interest. Also, the subject matter would be changed also, and it could have heightened the script. Bradley Cooper coming off American Sniper. Yeah. Who was nominated for an Oscar. And that movie made... Yeah, but th- nobody was doing promotion for this film. Yeah, they kind of knew it was a stinker, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Bad these club publicity. Yep. All right, those were our numbers for this week. Let's get into the international numbers. Yeah, buddy. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about San Andreas, which cost about $110 million to produce and has plenty of international appeal, given the solid track record of, as JT said, Hollywood disaster films. Um, the overseas launch brought in $60 million this weekend for a... Global total of one one eight three point two. Wow! So it's already making money. Looks like I, I mean, don't. I think this is production budget, not P and A. This movie will fall off. Yeah. Next week. Listen, um, I like I said, the movies that play with the best internationally are these big budget 
you know, event films. And yeah. This I completely yeah. agree with. Yes, we knew this movie was going to gr- uh-huh. do great internationally. Especially, especially when America gets destroyed. Exactly. Especially point. when California gets destroyed. Yeah, I mean, you know, people in China, they're, they're watching this movie. They're like, oh, they're making us work for a dollar a day. Let's go watch this. You know, let's go watch the country get blown up. <laughs> Did you, know you uh, have you guys seen this yet? No. Okay. No, uh, I won't watch these kind of movies. I thought it looked horrible. I don't Listen, watch these kind of disaster movies. Alexandra Daddario. 3D. Paul Giamatti is really good at a supporting role. <laughs> Oh, you saw this? I saw this. I really? told you. I Did said you like that, it? He I, just told you. The Rock yeah, showed up. Yeah, The Rock showed up in my screening. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed it for exactly what it is. This is one of those movies that I will not see again. Mm-hmm. But for that one time I saw in theaters in 3D with popcorn in my mouth, mm-hmm. I had a good time. That's go. another thing. That San Andreas was really bringing in the 3D percentage. I yes. want to say it was like 44% of their tickets are 3D. That is so much extra money. Mm-hmm. That's... If, that's raising your ticket prices at a solid like thirty percent. Well, these are this, this, to me like these are the movies that are made for three D. Yes. I don't want to go see like Mad Max: Fury Road is my favorite movie of the year. I I tried seeing three D. It looked horrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. I Terrible. don't need to see it because it wasn't. It just it's so good without it that right. I, I just didn't need it. With this movie, it's all effects. Okay. It's all CGI, mm-hmm. and there's literally buildings falling down. I'm like, okay, yeah. This, That's where they got the 110 th- in. Yeah, this is where I, more than that. This is where I want 3D to be in. Movies I really don't care that much about, but are just fun rides. Yeah. This feels like a universal ride. Oh, completely. I feel like you're going yeah. through some sort That's of... all it is. I don't like earthquakes. I don't, I don't, I don't like real ones. I don't like fake ones. I don't oh, mind you scared them. a cat. Yeah. I sleep through all of them. All right, so <laughs> let's go to Pitch Perfect, how it's doing globally. It is approaching that $300, our mm. $300 million, dollar. Um, dollar mark. There we go. Um, it's already at 228 So it's good. getting up there. A budget of $29 million. I know. Elizabeth Banks is yeah. fulfilling her last name. Uh, she might. She might. <laughs> she is Elizabeth Banks. That money. She might direct a new Star Wars. <laughs> she might direct Star Wars. I mean, maybe acapella, kind of acapella version. This is crazy. I'm. Did you guys see this movie? No. Love. I loved Pitch Perfect one. Okay. Really did. Um, Pitch Perfect two is so predictable. Like mm-hmm. yes, Elizabeth Banks. Her comedic timing is in there. Her jokes are in there. Not one thing happens that surprises you. Mm-hmm. Um, Very by the numbers, huh? A hundred percent. Like, so to me, I'm I'm kind of surprised. Like, as they're pushing up these theater amounts, mm-hmm. that that's happening mm. because it's it's not as good as the first movie in yeah, my opinion. Predictable for you know, mm-hmm. predictable for adults, it's but fun. not like these little stupid cheerleaders that are going there at like twelve years old. They want to see people sing and you know the big chick make some jokes and like slap her belly and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, okay. but here's the thing: there's no other comedies playing right now. Hot Pursuit tanked. It that did. thing just was off the radar in two seconds. This is a sequel, and people, this is the, I mean, the audience scores fairly well, so people are enjoying this movie. They're not the same way St. Andreas is just a fun summer movie. This is just a su- a fun no brain comedy for people, and because it's mm-hmm. the only thing that even comes close to a comedy, really, in the whole top ten. I mean, it's good. I think for, that's it's where good. it's as getting of now, all people. That's as going of to now, change it's about this to change week. this weekend. Well, it's good for movies like this to sit back and make this kind of money. I mean, twenty nine you know? million dollar budget, and it's already yeah. around three hundred internationally. That's, that's a huge, huge win. It's it's not. It's close to hangover money. It's a, 
Nah, so, I mean, it's not that big, but it's getting there. It's, 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 All right, it's let's phenomenal. get into Tomorrowland added in 70 million overseas for global growth of 133.2, with Japan and Brazil mm. being the only major territories still to that's come. A that's a problem. Why is this a problem? Because <laughs> that's not good money. But is that some, we're not surprised. Uh, you know, <laughs> now people had a chance. This, this movie, people thought was going to be really big. There's a good message in this movie, and it's just not getting out. You know, people just don't want to see it. It's crowded. The theater, play, the theater marketplace is crowded right now for this. Um, here's my thing. Um, again, it's it's Disney. They're not mm-hmm. going to take a big loss. Um, no, but the movie reported costs like close to 180 million dollars. It's a lot of money. It's not including like PR. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's only at 133 globally. It's it's going to be a loss. Uh, a huge one. It's going to be a huge loss, but. I, this is the and this worries me because a lot of people are saying we need more original films, mm-hmm. and okay. that's where they yeah. were they're hanging their hat on this movie. Like Brad Bird's, like you know, he offered he offered to do Star Wars, yeah, and he kind of turned it down because he wanted to do original material. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you got Brad Bird, who's done Incredibles, his first live action movie was Mission Impossible Four, and it's just sad for me because I I don't want I I'm hoping this doesn't make other companies scared to make. It, original films. It, it is. It's going to. It's I, going, I, that's the problem. Like, it's especially going with budgets to. like this. Well, that maybe I, that's the only thing I will say. Even though it's mm-hmm. original film, did it really need to be a hundred ninety million no, dollar movie? Nothing mm-hmm. needs to be a hundred ninety. That's what I'm saying. I think that on top of that, it, it is sad that the rap is or the underhand is going towards original filmmaking, and a lot of people yeah. were also putting like. Oh, can you have a female lead? Like, what is mm-hmm. female lead doing it? But to me, the problem isn't coming from either of those in mm-hmm. this movie. The problem is coming from Mr. Bird in the pacing of this film. Yeah, did you see this movie? Yes. Okay. What was your main issues with the film? Um, I don't, I don't think, think it's a they, bad movie. I don't think it's a horrible movie. I think the there's some strong things. I think the chemistry in it is really well done. Mm-hmm. I like all of the actors. Um, for me. The pacing's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. On top of that, you get a ton of action in the last 10 minutes. It feels very anticlimactic. Yep. Um, and then to throw it on there, I don't know who they're aiming towards. On the one tone hand, is very off. Yes. On one hand, okay. their themes are very, like, in your face, like, black and white. Like, this is our message. Mortal mm-hmm. of the story. Disney, you know, propaganda. But then how they go about the story, mm-hmm. it's not as obvious. So you're like, are you treating me like... An eight-year-old? Are you treating me like an adult? It's just mixed. Gotcha. And I went in like there was literally a kid, and I wanted to like stalk him out of the theater and be like, "Did you understand that movie?" Because uh-huh. like I was like, I just didn't think any kids would get it. But, yeah, like, the themes are so like kid-friendly. I wonder, mm-hmm. like you know, even though it was original film, you are mm-hmm. using Tomorrowland from Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have George Clooney, who again I think is one of the better actors working today, but he's not like. He's a draw for the adult audience more than the kid audience. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I don't not sure why they cast him in this. Imagine if they just hired somebody that had a little more family appeal. Yeah, maybe it would have helped a little bit. Imagine. I'm just gonna Stallone. throw <laughs> Stallone, of course. Yeah. <laughs> also, imagine like Jim Carrey played. Um, that could have worked. George Clooney's role. Yeah, you know, it might have brought in a few more people looking because you know you're gonna get a little more comedy. I think that's a good yeah. point. And, uh, that's a really good point. I just don't think George Clooney pulls the family Disney audience and yeah, like I mean, some other actors. Because there's a lot of people who, I mean, the trailers are confusing. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm. See some girl flying around, George Clooney look up in the sky, and some other bullshit <laughs> happens, and that's it. Well, some people seem to be on your boat. Let's talk about Age of Ultron real quick, because it's still making it into our yeah, top five. Um, international growth is close to breaking $900 million and wow. currently stands at 
894.2, led by China's 225.5 Jesus, that's million, a lot of money in China. Which is more than the next three biggest markets combined. Worldwide, the superheroes have grossed a staggering $1.32 billion. And guess what? They still have Japan. Wow. So um, it will probably make it to at least one point four billion. Unbelievable. No, China Fast Seven is at one point five, right? I mean Fast Seven will beat this movie, that's crazy. I mean, I just China I, you can't underestimate how much of a pull they are nowadays for it's if Marvel makes a movie called China Man, look out. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. If they, yeah, <laughs> it's they do over. That. Yeah, they have a little guy running around and Cog. he's got really good hairline and he has really interesting I mean, colored skin. It's good. I mean, I love I how movies. I love how movies are going. You know, they're actually shooting like for China. Last mm-hmm. Transformers movie, the last 30, 40 minutes of that movie takes place in China. Yeah, it was only and the marketing and, and the, the marketing. ads that we yeah. talked about. Yeah. They are not using American products. They are using yeah. Asian products. Yeah. <laughs> very true. It's uh. It's, all right. Astronomical. Well, well that it's is where money is coming from. Let's get into... Sarah's favorite part. Uh, our international numbers game. Here we go. Break out the Rosetta oh, you're back. Stone. Because yeah. it's time for... The... What? Whoa. Break out the Rosetta Stone. Because <laughs> it's time for... The international title game. There you go. Were you playing air guitar? <sighs> yeah, that's uh, my new thing. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Corey gave me a few hint, a few tips. Uh, I asked him about it. He already knew about it. But he was like, hey, do this. Try a little of this. Use, you know, he told me to use the cup a little bit. Use, use props. <laughs> That's, right. You know what props are I there. expect Thanks, full Corey. costume next week. Full yeah. costume? Because I, right. bom- I bombed last week with trying to do it. Game I couldn't, place. I couldn't I mimic it. Okay. Game place. All right. We're going with an interesting one this week. It's about uh, some, they'll have some sexual overtones, all mm. these movies, or sexual meanings in the name of the movie. The theme is sexual innuendos? Yeah, yeah, innuendos. Good or bad. Okay. All from uh, the People's Republic. Of course. All right. The best. Yeah. Okay. Fun with Dick and Jane. Oh, Jim Carrey movie. Okay. So much fun. I fell in love with the flow. Okay. Okay. Fell in love with the flow. Yeah. Hmm. Another movie with, uh, this movie's called Good Dick. Oh. It's with Michelle Phillips and a couple of- Yep. I remember the name. Michelle Williams. Yep. Some other girl. In China, it's called "He's a Keeper." Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay, that could be one title. This is another one. <laughs> this is a, a real. It's a underground punk flick. It's called "Pussy Riot," a punk prayer. Okay. Okay. Punk kitten split government. Oh, okay. That kind of makes sense. Okay. And the next one is another. Gay movie. <laughs> it's called Queer Comrades, Same Play School. Okay. It's a very interesting, okay. interesting uh, category this, this week. This is tough. Yeah. So uh, fun was... with Dick and Jane. Okay. I fell in love with the flow. Whoa. Good Dick. He's a keeper. <sighs> Pussy Riot. A punk prayer. Punk Kitten Split Government Another Gay Movie 
queer comrades, same play school. Now, I'll let you know in China, they call gay people comrades. <laughs> um, oh, this is tough. First one. Yeah, just, I was I'm stepping up the game a little bit. First yeah, one. Yeah. So, so I fell in love with the flow is something you think that's not the truth. Okay. True. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I will go. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with the last one. I don't think... I think that Queer Comrades just... Okay. I think you might change something. It's close, but I think you might change something. Okay. Uh, all right, Mark. What are you thinking here, man? Can't go wrong with good dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And... Uh, and winner is uh, Mark. Damn, he's oh. right. I hate, I, I hate this game. <laughs> Good dick. He's a keeper. Is the false one. Really? Yeah. Damn it. Absolutely. I fell in love with the flow. Is really true. I was like, is that serious? I had to put it in twice. I thought yeah. you came up with that one because yeah. I was like, uh-huh. oh, if he had to come up with a movie, which is the movie he could remember? Yeah. And comrades. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, the queer comrades. I was like. It's crazy enough it could be China. All right. <laughs> I yeah. thought maybe you were throwing a curveball and just adding well, something different. No, Mark, so you win. Well you done, beat Mark. us just Voila. like pretty much all of our winners from last week. Good job. I'll do what I can. Um, let's next get into our... Next week's uh, is going to be about asses. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The donkeys? Or? Yeah, no. I, I, the ones well, this chicks. week, let's okay. get... We are going to now... <laughs> guys, we are now going to be going on to our Dwayne the Rock Johnson's top five movies list. Not counting. Not counting. Fast and Furious. We're not counting Fast and Furious, but yeah. we are counting, I guess, some of the mummy-type movies. Yep. Well, so, he wasn't really in it that much. Which one? The Mummy Returns. Yeah, yeah, but he is the main villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he was first in The Mummy, which is not on this list, that was like his first acting role. He got like five oh, no, point five million. The Mummy Returns was his first. Yes, that's he, right. was, oh, he was in the sequel first, not right. the original. Yes, he got like five point five million though, and mm-hmm. it was like his first acting yep. role, yeah. which is a crazy amount of money. He's the Rock. All yep. right, let's get to number five on his list is GI Joe Retaliation. We're already going to start this list with $119 million. These are adjusted numbers, too, right? These are, I think these are adjusted numbers. That's, a, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's adjusted numbers. Because somebody was commenting well, like on the other day we were taking unadjusted, but it's adjusted. It's adjusted, okay. It's adjusted inflated gross. All right. I just have the numbers that <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm reading. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so G.I. Joe Retaliation. Uh, it's terrible. Terrible movie. <laughs> I, I The first one was god awful. Ugh. This one is just very awful. My buddy wrote the first one. That's right. I met your buddy. Yeah, but, but I don't blame him. He no, he turned in a great script. Yeah. And it was very uh close to the cartoon, which was great. And they went in and just destroyed it and he was just like, you just give me my money, let me get out of here. He's like, You ruined what I did here. The funny thing is Chang Tanen was the star of the first movie with mm-hmm. Marlon Wayne, so that tells you everything you know right there. Uh but this was like the Rocks, you know, they're Rocks trying to be the next big action star. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's give him G.I. Joe. Let's just reboot the whole thing. Mm-hmm. We'll throw Bruce Willis in there for the last ten minutes. He'll sleepwalk through it and nah. fire a couple guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Bruce, uh, action, Bruce. Yeah. Like, what do I gotta do? Shoot somebody? Oh yeah, okay. Every time he's in the movie, it looks like he just woke up from his trailer and yeah, he's just like, What what's going probably, on? He's probably on Oxycontin or something. <laughs> and so <laughs> Again, I think it's a better than the first movie. Um, I don't think it was the hit they were hoping it would be. No. Um, I think they're talking about making another one, but this is not... It, the movie When movies make their money, it's either, holy crap, let's get a sequel going right now, mm-hmm. or it's, we're not going to make this movie, and then there's that middle area where it's like, 
Yeah, we could do a sequel. That's the third area of the whole entourage spectacle where you can get some fans that make you make a movie. That's true. The Kickstarter <laughs> way. Let's we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> we will get into that. Let's get into number four. The other guys making one two mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and this, million. It's a decent flick. It got it's it got totally crazy towards the end. <laughs> it got crazy towards the beginning too. Yeah, that's, that's true too. Uh, here's the thing I like about this and uh, his list that we're gonna be talking about. While he is known as the action hero, he knows how to do comedy. Yeah, uh, he started with uh, the sequel to Get Shorty, which was be cool. I, I think um, some of his acting. I mean, some of his wrestling was comedy with the eyebrows, oh, yeah. the bronies, sure. and yeah. like shut up, don't talk to me, like all that kind of stuff. It's comedy. Uh, this is probably my one. Of, if not my favorite comedic role by him, mm-hmm. uh, he just plays, you know, him and Samuel Jackson are these two partners mm-hmm. who are just so, like, over the top. Mm-hmm. He's like, you shut your mouth or I'll put my hand up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many great moments. And uh, even though it is a small role, I he's one of my favorite things in that movie. Yeah, I mean, Mark and my favorite part about this movie is just Mark and uh, Will Ferrell's interactions. Well, yeah, uh, they're the stars, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, he... We're talking about the They're rock. Talking, he's saying he held his own. He did. he did a good job. He did. No, don't pout, JT. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> the good. Scorpion King, 127 yes. million. Mm-hmm. Um, not the greatest of reviewed movies, but it's on TV all the time. Was this like the mummy, the mummy type thing? Yeah. It was the okay. prequel. Oh. Yeah. To, so mean? they made the mummy. They made the mummy. Was that, num, was that numbskull Brenda Fraser and in then, it? No. Right, no, and then it was like the Scorpion King and the prequel, and then they have like prequels to the prequel. No, it's going to be a 6,000 prequels. Let me tell you something. Uh, the thing I did, the, the reason why this movie made so much money, because this was his first starring movie, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and he was being toted as the next big thing. Yeah. And everyone, Mummy Returns, people liked it, but a lot of people walked away saying, oh man, the beginning was the best part with The Rock, mm-hmm. and he's a straight up bad guy, villain. And then they make the Scorpion King, and he's like a good guy. And I watch this movie, I'm like, okay, well, they just used the Scorpion King as an excuse to make a movie, Star right. of the Rock. It, says, it really doesn't connect with The Mummy Returns at well, all. He's like an assassin. Yeah. And, uh, who then, like, yeah, becomes a like, king. Yeah, Chuck Russell directed the movie. Uh, you got Mike Clark Duncan, who was in the film. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who played the villain, but Tia Carrere, was she the main female? Like uh, the she sorceress? Was in, she was in, no, it wasn't her. No, was she it? was in True Lies. Yeah. I can't remember who played the main sorceress, but it was somebody famous. Uh, oh, it's the girl from uh, X Men Two who played the girl with the claws. I'm sorry, I can't remember. I can't remember but if you guys can yeah. remember, you can. There's either a prequel. Call to, there's a prequel to this one coming out. It's called the Orangutan King. No, there's already <laughs> prequels. There's already, there's there's already a, prequels. There's a prequel to that one. Then. And then let's get to number. We're skipping this, guys. We're going to number two, which is Get Smart, 147 million dollars. Uh, yeah. Again, another comedic role, just kind of like the other guys mm-hmm. who's playing like an over the top mm-hmm. cop. He's playing like a James Bond American well, it's, version. It's from, a, it's from a TV show in the '60s. Yeah, yeah, uh, with uh, Don Adams and. And the name, remake but. was Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and he was just kind of comic relief. And it's actually reminds me a little bit of when we'll be talking about Spy. Uh, a lot of people are saying Jason Statham is the best part of that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're they're casting. using it for their marketing. Yeah, it's brilliant casting. And he's kind of doing that in this movie. He's just playing this really overconfident super spy mm-hmm. who just kind of you know. Steve Carell kind of is like, ah, that's the guy. Yeah. He's kind of like the second fiddle who no the, one really the movie, respects. The movie made some cash. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't good. Yeah, it was it just, was, it was an okay. It's forgettable. All right. And number one, The Mummy returns mm-hmm. $289 yeah. million. Dollars. Brandon Fraser was in this one though, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> guy's got some weird hair plugs going on. He's just a weird looking guy. 
Uh, you think with all that money, you get your, you know, you get done right. You go to the, you know, the camp where people do hair. Nicely. I think he's perfectly happy with his hair. I think he's just drunk. He called Jeremy Piven. Yeah. All right. Well, the moment you returned, the Rock was in it for not too long. He was also like, he's, more, in, he's, he's in, like. Be- Put on a on a half scorpion body. Yeah, that's like- my biggest problem with this movie. Like the beginning's great; it's a prologue. You see him like fighting with a mm-hmm. shield, and mm-hmm. he's this big badass leading his army. And then at the end, I remember watching this in theaters, thinking, "I just can't wait to see them fight the Rock at the end of the movie." Mm-hmm. And I expect the Rock come out just like as himself with a shield and a scorpion sword. Instead, it was a CGI scorpion <laughs> with the Rock's head on attached. That like comes down from the yeah, ceiling, and it looks like PlayStation One graphics. It looks. But, ho- it does not hold up whatsoever now. It doesn't hold up now, but at the time, did you I feel like it thought, holds up? Yeah, I thought the time it looked horrible. I, hmm. I did too. <laughs> I did too. I was just like, it's what? Uh, and I love the first. You movie. kind of have to give it to them though. It was. It was early compared to like what we have now. Yeah. All right. So these True. are the rocks' grossing top five, not including the past movies and not including what. Well, Andreas, Andreas, I think, will be his number one yeah. after all of a sudden. I, I, I think it's going to be on this list. Yeah, not counting Fast and Furious. No, uh, it'll make this list, yes, absolutely. It'll make this it'll be, list. It'll be, it'll be number one. All right, now let's get oh, into no, it. No. Ooh, no, wait, money end. returns. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Shot it. Gets let's money, maybe. get into upcoming films so that we can, of course, go into predictions. Yes. Um, Big let's week. start with Entourage coming out in just two days. Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. release. So I don't know how this is going to affect our numbers because we mm-hmm. normally just go by the weekend. Just put, it in your, just put it low on your top five. Yeah. And you can count the Wednesday numbers too. What are you, you want us to count the Wednesday you numbers in our opening? Movie. It's gonna tank. <laughs> it's gonna you think tank. it's going to tank? All right. Sure. Let's talk wow. about Entourage. Entourage made more or less because I think the fans really wanted it too as soon as the show wrapped they I the rumor I've heard is they started filming without even really the green light from the studios or was writing yeah I I mean it's it's possible like I said my company had a chance to uh, put some money into it but they're heavy loaded on back end deals, and it would have been. Mm-hmm. It, would, it, would, it, would, it wasn't smart. Just look at some background. Have you? Did you watch Entourage when it aired a on bit, HBO? Okay, a bit. so you weren't a fan. I um, I liked it. I just I got into it late, so it was one of those things that it's I would terrible. like watch it when it was like on with people, but I didn't like follow it every week. It was terrible. Wait a minute, you didn't like Entourage? Season. I watched the first season. That was it. Okay, well, I was in college when this was like during mm-hmm. its height, and mm-hmm. I was watching. Me and my friends were in film school, mm-hmm. and we we're living in Florida, so we were watching this thing. Like, we gotta well, go to LA. Well, it's, yeah, that's what it did for everybody. It's, <laughs> yeah. it, it brings yeah. the dreams up. There's drugs. There's I mean, it's there's, there's glamorous lives. There's naked. So now we have Entourage only had like 3.1 million viewers. Well, to Finstock's credit, which is it was not, not as good as it was when it started. Yeah, the last three seasons the first was were, great. You bring your buddies in LA, make it make make a name for your. Yourself. But it's you're fantastic. saying the only the first season's good? Yeah, I stopped watching it. No. Nah, I like the first two or three. Mm-hmm. There's okay. eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's four, crazy. Four and five weren't that bad. Then six, seven, eight is really what kind of started going a little downhill for me. They kind of started just doing the same thing over and over. And yeah. you can tell they're running out. How many times is Vinny going to like do drugs and bang a chick and then like, you know, uh, Ari's going to say if you, this movie bombs your, your career's over. <laughs> but here's one thing I always enjoy about the show. Even if the season wasn't very good is I did love the cameos. Okay. And this trailer good. is definitely playing up on those cameos. A zillion of them. Everybody and their mother. Listen, Tom Brady's in the movie. I'm going to be there. Tom Brady's in it. <laughs> I got to support uh, Tom Ronda Brady. Rou- Ronda Rousey. Uh, uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Ed O'Neill. Yeah. Um, Great. Cameo Osmond. heavy. Bring yeah. the gang back together. I get it. The finale of Entourage had 3.1 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Fans are pushed for this movie to be made, but is that just like 
that one dedicated group, are they going to be able to bring in other people who didn't follow this whole series with it? I, and is the movie going to stand up I, for people who didn't watch? It's going to be enough one. This, it's going to be one long episode. Yes, we all we all know all that. TV movies feel like that. Yeah, to we me. all know that. Um, I don't think. And Doug Ellen's saying like, if this goes good, I'm planning a trilogy. I'm like, what world are you living in? <laughs> okay. Um, th- these are all nice guys, though. They're nice people who do the show. But I don't think the budget on this was. But I think huge. they're opening it on. A Wednesday, because yeah. they know they are going to get destroyed by Spy and San Andreas. They have no shot. Okay. It's going to get smashed. So, like, let's get our money on Wednesday and Thursday before this Spy hits, because the Spy's like 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. They're talking about franchises for this. Mm-hmm. Entourage, I think their fans are either now pregnant and not <laughs> watching anymore, or the guys are just, like, working somewhere and they don't care about it either. Yeah, this isn't like the guy version of Sex and the City. No, it's not. Buddies are all getting together like, let's go see Entourage. Kevin Dillon's like 50. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get on to our next one. (laughs) The next movie is going to be Spy. Spy. Um, Not only are they playing up the comedic part of Jason Statham and, of course, but they also have really been playing up that this is the guy who brought bridesmaids, mm-hmm. who brought the heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yep. have been pushing that angle, I feel like, really hard. I think that the original outlook on this movie was that it was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And then they started pushing him and showing that he has credibility and that this is not going to be a bust like Hot Pursuit. No, definitely not. Well, let me start by saying this is the movie I'm having the most trouble with on our list. Because I do feel like... Uh, mm-hmm. You could pencil this movie in for high 30s, possibly so $94 million. I understand it's 94, but that doesn't always equate to people, middle America, running out to see this movie. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy has not been the pull she has been. Tammy you know was a disaster. But it made money. And a lot of people, I feel like, are tired of kind of her gimmick a little bit. She kind of does the same thing possible, every time. But it's like, you know, people like Sarah will go at her mom. I think, let's go see Spy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I do feel like it's going to do good. I don't I think, think it's going to well. bring anywhere near as much as the Heat or Bridesmaids. I th- I think it's not going to be that big of a hit. I think this is going to be one of our most intriguing top fives this week. I, I think it's going to be very intriguing. I think it's going to do good. I just don't think it's going to do great. All right. But we'll get into that. I just think it's interesting. It about. has 94 Again, on Rotten Tomatoes compared to what's them. currently in the box office. That's um, Mad Max is 98. Far from the Madden crowd had like 85. Avengers is at 74. I, Who, what's X? number two this week? It was Pitch Perfect 2? Pitch Perfect, yeah. Pitch people, Perfect, and that's at 66. And people mm-hmm. are still going to go see that before they go yeah. see Spy. Uh, I think they're going to see Spy over Pitch Perfect this week. I mm-hmm. think I think overall they will, but some of the people, it is going to take a little bit of the audience because some people who haven't seen Pitch Perfect 2 yet are going to be like, oh, we'll see that before we see Spy. Because it's a Possible. sequel. And it's, I mean, listen, it's doing gangbusters. We will see. We will like see. Big Mama's house. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, like white people. Let's throw some horror into the mix. Mm. Um, Poltergeist didn't do too well, but let's see how Insidious Chapter 3 is going mm. to do. What do first, you guys think? First one was good. First one was great, yeah. Yeah, with Rose Byrne, right? Uh, sequel, not so good. Not so good. But and still made money. That's it. Sequel opened to $40 million. Yep. Uh, lifetime gross of like $83. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to the first one, opened to 13 Lifetime gross of 54 So it is going up, but the reviews were not as good for number two as number one. Mm-hmm. And so you can expect... Mm, well, Poltergeist came out two weeks ago, and obviously... It's tanking, and nobody really yeah. wanted to see that. This mm-hmm. uh, this is a brand. I mean, this, 
Unfortunately, it's a brand. Mm -hmm. And horror, these horror films always do their best the first weekend. Yes. This is why it's making my top five this week very hard. It's Mm -hmm. traditional. Because Spy is the first time film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it looks funny. But because Pitchfork 2 is out there, I feel like Insidious might have a chance to overtake it. Okay. Because horror movies, they they open strong and it's a franchise. That's true. Those two things, uh, I'm wrestling with it. But I liked the first one a lot. Second one... Even though it's not as good as the first, it actually did some things different than I that I hadn't really seen in a horror movie before. They do this real cool thing of integrating time travel. Yeah, it's, it's which is a very interesting kind of concept mm-hmm. right away. Uh, the tra- it's sci fi. Yeah, the, a little bit sci fi ways. And I will say the trailer for this one, not bad. But they are withholding all critical reviews. And that's not good. Same thing with Entourage. Same thing yeah. with Entourage. But that's Entourage, two days away, and no reviews at all. Horror mm-hmm. is one of the few genres on that first weekend where the reviews don't mean too much because the horror sure. fans will my come buddy, out. My buddy's seen Entourage or saw Entourage oh, really? over at the Playboy Mansion. What do you say? He's like, you know, the, <laughs> we got to fun in the grotto later on. That's about it. I wish you could see the face Vince Doc just made. If you're yeah. listening. It was a very like uh, <laughs> head yeah. tilt sigh. But yeah. look out for Insidious. That is a name brand uh, mm-hmm. franchise right now. Also, just to round out our upcoming films, let films. Let's talk for a second about Hungry Hearts. Yeah, Adam Driver, who is going to be a huge star mm-hmm. once Star Wars comes out. He was in Girls and stuff like that. Yeah. People love him. He's he's, he's got he's, that. He's six two. He's got good bone structure. <laughs> And he sleeps with Lena Dunham or whatever. Doesn't he from Girls? He sleep in, with in Girls, in the, yes. In the, in he girls, is yeah. her love interest. He's he yes, coming out that. in Star Wars. Um, he used to be in the military. Yeah. He's a military really? guy. Yeah. He was in the Marines. He was in the Marines. Wow. He used to be a Marine, left as I became an actor. He missed the wow. toilet because he cracked his sternum. Oh, jeez. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's a very small independent film. It's about um, his wife is... Somebody who doesn't, doesn't like vaccinations, vaccinations and Jenny McCarthy. Medicine. Yeah, Jenny McCarthy. And the movie is about a father who's like his, his son is not doing good, and the wife. It, it's a very small independent film. I think it's interesting just to see Adam Driver and see him grow as an actor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's something I would like to check out maybe on Netflix. I probably won't run to the theater unless it's but getting rave reviews. I just don't get these Great. people with these non-vaccinations. Um, and I get it. You're like, oh yeah, causes autism, causes this, causes that. I mean, I don't know. I've, you, you want tuberculosis? I mean, is that what you're looking for? You want these other diseases that your body can't hold off? I don't know. It's a big debate, obviously. It's a, it's a huge <laughs> debate that I don't, don't want to get into. into. No. Um, we're I mean, we'll going to here to talk about show. movies. That's another so, show. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for Tom's review of vaccinations. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's get into our predictions, fan uh, questions, things like that. Things to consider. We have San Andreas, Pitch Perfect 2, Tomorrowland, Mad Max, The Avengers, Aloha, Entourage, Spy, and Insidious. Let's now put these in an order. I say we go uh, with JT first since he oh, I all to be here last week. I didn't say anything about it. Let me see your pen I, write, I kind of need my <laughs> I think Sarah well. might have a chance this week because her predictions are so wild that she <laughs> might be able to make this right. <laughs> Just look at the job. I follow my heart. Yeah. All right. This I is, guess is not the most accurate thing. This is tough. Um, and you guys might think I'm crazy. I'm going to stick number one, San Andreas. All right. 53 currently. Let, let, me, let me tell you why. So because you're going to drop it. How much? Good reason. It is the only summer blockbuster in the top five right now that mm-hmm. is feels okay. like a summer blockbuster. Okay. I think the good it has good word of mouth. I think Entourage is a small niche film for people mm-hmm. that like TV show. I think Spy 
It's, it's going to do good because it's a comedy. But none of these movies that are upcoming are summer movies. Mm. They're not the spectacle event film that you're getting with San Andreas. Okay. okay. So I think it's going to fall off. But I think because it's 3D, it's going to stick number one. By saying that, I'm saying I don't think Spy is going to do as good as everyone's thing it's going to do. And this is where I'm having my struggle. I don't know whether to give Spy to or Insidious to. Um, I'm going to go on a limb here, and I'm going to give Insidious number two. I think the horror franchise and the fact... I just think people are tired. Hey, hey, I think people are just tired of Melissa McCarthy. Tom's just like smiling. Like, <laughs> now I can win. Okay, so I'm going number one, San Andreas. Number two, Insidious. Number three, Spy. Number four, I guess I'll have to go Entourage. Um, I think it's going to do okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, enough to get number four. And then number five, I'm going to have to go with uh, Pitch Perfect 2. It's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. It's, it's not horrible. Not horrible. I, I, I mean... I, I just, I just think San Andreas. Yeah. I just, I think it's gonna fall off not too much, and I don't think those new movies are gonna really. Entourage is also comedy, like Spy is. And yeah. I think those two might cannibalize each other a little bit. The guys are gonna go see Entourage and before they go see Spy. I mean, I like your argument. Your argument's it's pretty valid. Okay. Let's hear what this one. Has Listen, to Corey say. Feldman gave me a lot of drugs. <laughs> That's true. I mean, hey, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He's right hanging now. around with his brother. He's a lunatic. <laughs> Oh, am I am I going? Yeah, you're going. <laughs> oh gosh! I want to see where your head's at with this one. <laughs> this, is, this is another level. I'm really interested in talking about Spy because when we look at Heat, the Heat opened to 40 million. Yeah. Bridesmaids opened to like 25. Sandra Bullock, by the way, carrying that movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Thank Agreed. You. The draw. But they've really been pushing that it's going to be in that vein. What was last time? Also, um, you have Rose Byrne and you have Jason Statham and Bobby and, Cavanaugh, whatever his name is. And like we've had. Such a great appeal from like movies like Kingsman this year. Who's the star of the movie? Melissa McCarthy. What was the last movie she opened? Tammy. How well did that do? 21 opening. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Tammy looks the worse doc- than this movie did. <laughs> I mean, hey, yes. The, the doctors and JT. Yeah, this movie's got... Okay. You know. okay. San Andreas is at 53. Let's say it drops 40%. You're going to bring it in at 28. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's where I got That's it. That's a really... I got it about 27. And for R-rated movie? And starring for, for Spy? Gosh, JTE, <laughs> this is annoying. I want to make Spy beat San Andreas, and it's... Okay. It could happen. Do <laughs> um, so I have to go second? It's, I don't yeah, want to I, what, It was hard for me. It's not easy. This is the toughest one of the year so far, almost. Are you putting San Andreas or Spy first? Because I'll do whatever opposite one you, you do. Spy's going to do $40 million. $40 million? Jesus. No, it's I gonna don't do want... like, It's going to do 37 to $40 million. R-rated? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to put Spy second just because he's putting it first. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with San Andreas, then go to Spy. Then we're going to throw it to... Um, where, are we including Insidious in our... Yeah. Are we including Wednesday and Thursday? Uh, yeah. So we're doing the whole thing. You guys, I don't like this week. Well, let's see how with the weekend. No, we'll just do the. We the go weekend. by what the, the box office the number actuals. is. The weekend yeah. actuals. Because yes. when they release the box office uh-huh. weekend, that's what yeah. we're going by. Yeah, we'll see it. All right, so we're going to go with San Andreas, Spy, Insidious, Entourage. That's the same as mine. <laughs> is it exactly? Yeah, I had San Andreas. Oh, no, no I had didn't. Insidious. Sorry. Yeah. You had Insidious. Insidious, number two. That was the only difference. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
now I just got lost on what I was saying. So yeah, I'm no, pretty much with JT, except for I'm putting Spy above right. Insidious. Okay, Pitch Perfect number five. You're saying yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, Pitch Perfect <laughs> number five <laughs> at about that. at about uh, maybe nine. Okay. You're Entour- keeping it at yeah Entourage it has fifteen um, right now. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be like and nine. It's been dropping fifty. Yeah, it's, they put it in more tears. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> uh, Number four is Entourage. Okay. Probably yeah. like 14. We're on the same boat so far. Um, number three is Insidious. Okay. At probably about 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two, San Andreas at about 26, maybe mm-hmm. 27. Maybe because it made 53 people were like, yeah, maybe this movie's all right. Maybe it cracks 30. Maybe. Okay. And Spy in a, in a, in a good seven, eight million dollar runaway at number one. And probably okay. About okay. between thirty-seven and forty. All righty, sounds good. So this is a close a run for all of us. We'll see how it one. goes. Yeah. Let's see if we. It seems like we do have a caller who's hello. Oh, oh not, not, not yet. We're, we're clicking to. the hello button. Eventually, right. here we go. Hello, caller. Who is this? Hi, is this a box office breakdown? It is. Sure is. Oh, I'm on a little bit of a delay here. This is Chris Osterman from Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, there he is. Hey, What's up, buddy? The man, the myth, the legend. What's going on? <laughs> hey, how are you all doing? Uh, welcome back, JT. I missed you last week. Thanks, buddy. Good to be back. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's good to have next to us. <laughs> yeah, Corey, he had the Corey Feldman thing going on, man. You know, it's uh, you can't miss opportunities like that. I mean, if Corey Feldman called Sarah up, she'd, she'd leave the show right now before it ended. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with that's not true. <laughs> all right. Just saying. Maybe not. Yeah, it seems like a pretty big deal. Like, he had to go get that uh, that that that, uh, that chocolate taco. I yeah, mean, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know if that's a code word for something. Yeah, <laughs> I just was be. like, well, chocolate taco, okay. And then when he never came back, I was like, what the hell's going on here? Maybe he had a spur of like a stroke of genius and wrote like Goonies too in like a half hour. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, maybe that's where the creativity comes from. That's that's. Um, yeah, um, you know. Well, first of all, I just wanted to. Uh, I wanted to apologize that I wasn't able to get that picture to you all the other day. So I, you know, some okay. technical difficulties came up. Eh, you know, uh, I don't want you to get in trouble, you know. Problems. I don't want you to get any charges brought up on you. <laughs> <laughs> Although those are cool sometimes if you're looking for them. You know, and you get, you get street cred. Charlie Sheen yeah. style. Street cred style. So you got the top five, bro? What's up? Well, I said miserably in my top five last mm-hmm. week, so I don't have a top five, but I do have an, a question that I just wanted to get your all's opinion on. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, shoot. I um, I went and saw Mad Max again for the second time last week, mm-hmm. and it, I started thinking about it. Um, I know there are, you know, adult concepts, and it's an action movie, but I, I, I kind of walked out thinking, I don't really know if it warrants an R rating. Um, mm. Like I think I think it could have it, it could have passed as a, as a PG thirteen film and maybe made more money. Um, it just there wasn't a lot of blood or you know um, there wasn't you know any really terrible language. So I was I was like Charlie's kind of thinking naked. that they could have they uh, could have bumped it down. I I disagree. I think that the nature of this film is very gratuitous mm-hmm. and. 
it is very graphic. On top of that, just the themes of the fact that these, like, just take that the women are more or less imprisoned and used for mm-hmm. sex as moms. Um, I mean, that's cool, but... Also, like, the idea of, like, religious suicide. <laughs> yeah. Like, the themes of it, I think, are definitely that's more what I in think our, our rating. But writing. I agree with Sarah. It's the themes more than anything else. That's very interesting, though, because I, I understand what you're saying, Chris. There's not, like, some crazy, gory violence in this movie. There's actually very little blood that I can even remember, except for there's one scene where the main villain kind of meets his demise. It's a little mm. bloody, but... You look yeah. at movies like Taken, which is PG-13 when it came out in mm-hmm. theaters, and you're dealing with sex trafficking of young women. I would have also and, given that probably an R. But it was exactly. PG-13. That's There's what I was thinking is because, I mean, yeah, there, 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 are, there are adult concepts and there are themes in the movie that I understand are disturbing, but at the end of the day, I was, I was like, I've seen PG-13 movies that I, I feel like are worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's because and, there's money involved in that. People, you can grease these guys. <laughs> Yeah, it's done. It's yeah. been done before. I also think that the R rating definitely helps this movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In, in the in the audience that it brought in, I think they were searching for an yeah, R some rating. Some people, some people nay at that. They see a PG thirteen, yeah. they'll be like, meh. Um. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, I yeah. agree yeah. because if you've seen the Road Warrior, it's much more violent. Mm-hmm. I have. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I watched the Road Warrior um, right before I went to go see Mad Max just to be fresh on it. Yeah. And um, um, the Road Warrior felt. Much more disturbing to me than and what's that PG thirteen? No, it's, it's radar. Okay, I mean, there's a. You gotta think they were a little, a little more lenient back in those days on their R's. A lot of innocent people are like just killed in Road Warrior. That mm-hmm. are like innocently just you know killed and tortured at some points. There's even like a mild rape scene. Well, that's what happens in apocalyptic worlds. That's it's the what same I'm saying. Book so, could be lied. That was an R just just because of the rape scene. I do like feel. I, I need to see the movie again <laughs> now that Chris has said this, but. I could kind of see where it's coming from. I mean, I understand it on some level. Like one in, one scene that stands out to me that could is way more the PG thirteen route mm-hmm. is when they have Rose Wheatley like die. Yeah, you don't really see and it. And she is supposedly gets hit by tires or mm-hmm. whatnot and isn't marked up at all. Like yeah. not even bruised. There's absolutely just nothing, and we don't see like baby the scene. baby or anything. Like sure. I, I get that. I just think theme wise, audience wise, this makes yeah. sense as an R. Um, I I, I, I could see a kid going to this being surgeon just coming out with nightmares. So I can yeah. understand what you're saying. <laughs> like just the overall tone and some of the imagery is just nightmarish. Yeah. Great so question, I, but it's a good question and yeah, fantastic uh, question. Maybe True. maybe there'll be unrated well, cut. Yeah. I'll, I'll let um, you all get back to your other callers, but I did want to say I will be rooting for uh, Team uh, Team Bob in the in the ultimate nice, slowdown. Man. Nice. We're going to surprise a lot. We're gonna we're gonna it's do gonna our be interesting. It depends if Christian cheats or not and puts us up against like the ch- three champs back to back to back because that guy is a scam artist. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, we're gonna do Thank our you. best. All right. Let's- I think- Oh, oh, oh sorry. He's he got cut off. sorry. It's all good. He's all good. He got a lot of time. Yeah, we <laughs> are going to go to our next caller. Welcome Hello? to Box Office Breakdown. What's up, buddy? Who we got? Uh, this is Sierra from Canada calling again. Oh, hey. yeah. What's up, dude? What's up, buddy? How's it going? You um, almost had the top five yeah, last I just, week. I just want to call in to get my top five this weekend again. Yeah, let's do it. Try to get it right. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um, JT is back. Anyway, you, uh, happy, you happy to see JT? <laughs> Pardon me? You happy to you happy to see JTE back? Oh yeah, welcome back. Sorry, but yeah. about that. No, it's great, man. Yeah. You know, we're America. Yeah. This is America. You're in Canada. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So number one, I'm gonna say um, Spy. 
Nice. Okay. Nice. Number one. Oh, I think it's going to make probably 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number two, I'm going to say um, San Andreas going to say number two. Because mm-hmm. of the 3D, IMAX and everything. Yeah. Uh, number three is going to go to Insidious. Mm-hmm. It's a sequel, horror, like the only genre in there. Yep. Number four, um, Entourage, just because I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's going to make number four, top five, at least. Mm-hmm. And um, five, I'm just going to say Mad Max. Wow. Ah, okay. That's nice. I like yeah. that. That's almost close to mine. Yeah, I, I was just hoping Mad Max would do better than Pitch Perfect this week. It's, yeah. it's possible. Last week. It's possible. I well, mean, I mean, I, there were only a difference of a couple hundred thousand. Yes. Yeah. That's true, but I think that well, you Mad f- Max audience is going to, part of them will see Spy, part of them will also see San Andreas, yeah, part of them will it, see Entourage, part yeah, of them will. That's the same thing with Pitch Perfect, too, though. A lot of people spy. who see Pitch Perfect are going to see Spy. Yeah, but you have yeah, but three it, other movies that people from Mad Max are going to see. Not out. Yeah, not, uh, maybe. It's the same yeah. thing with comedy. Yeah. Pitch Perfect is comedy, yes. and then we have four comedies this week, mm-hmm. I think. True. With Entourage, yeah. yeah. Even Allo, I still in there. I just don't think um, my whole list is betting that Spy doesn't do as good as everyone thinks it's going to do. Mm. Mm. Which I am going to see this weekend. I, I think it looks good, but I just feel like most people are kind of going to contribute to your loss. Your loss. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. <to> my loss. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy a ticket. Personally, to I won't go see Spy myself, but I'm, I think it won't make number one just because it's big. Yeah. Can I ask you why you yeah, don't want to see Spy? Marketing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I agree yeah. with JT's question. Why do you not want to see Spy? Um, I don't know. It's just not my type of movie. I don't go to theater to see Spy. I'm just gonna wait for it to go out on Netflix or DVD mm. or something. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's fair. I totally understand. That's that. fair. I heard it's yeah. good action in it, though. I heard it's really good action. Yeah. So All we'll right. See. Well, hey man, thanks a lot for your list. We'll let you know how you do. All right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Yep. See ya. Uh, one more should we do one more? One more. One more. One more. One more. We're feeling generous today. Yeah. We are right. over time. All right. yeah, we Welcome are over time. to <laughs> box office breakdown. Who do we got? Hey, this is Dylan. Hey, what's of up? Of course, Dylan. it's Dylan. See, that's why we had to take a call. Yeah, we got it. The guy who runs our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, we, doing we, a got a, we got a minute, Dylan. We got a minute. Dylan, quick question for you. Do you f- want to see uh, Spy this weekend? Uh, actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay. After seeing the, the Schmoes review on it, okay. hearing pretty good word of mouth, plus a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yep. Seems, seems like it could do good. Do you think that Christian Harloff is going to put me and JTE in a really bad bracket for uh, to slow down because he 100%. doesn't want us to, you know, go oh, far? He, he has to. He's worried about you guys, man. I think he is. I think he is. Don't, <laughs> don't sleep on JTE. Yeah, give us your top five real quick. Uh, I got Spy, mm-hmm. uh, or Spy, uh, San Andreas, mm-hmm. Entourage, then Insidious 3, then Mad Max. All right, oh, wow. so he just like took it. our last... Callers, let's do new switched Insidious and Entourage, but you're yeah. So you're on a whole different game than all of us. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna be He's interesting. Got Entourage. All right. Entourage could be Breaking a sleeper, from man. The pack. There it is. There's Dylan top five. There, Sarah, right? thank you, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Thanks, man. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thanks, buddy. Hey, no problem. Right. Sarah, yeah. will you uh, support us when we do our schmodown? Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> team BLB. I'm on your yeah. team. I, I support you. you. We'll all go to I yoga. We'll go win. to yoga. You could come out. You should go to yoga first. You're like, <laughs> I'll calm your any, mind and I'll be ready. I'll come to any yoga class you're uh, <laughs> Wonderful. We'll I actually run go. a yoga class in Beverly Hills. So. Yeah. Let's do it in the park. <laughs> you guys, we are so over time. We're <laughs> right, not going to talk about yoga anymore. That's our Yes, Schmoes JTE. Wonderful. Also, I think I'm supposed to tell people to go to podcast1.com. I'll get more into that last week because we don't have time. Yeah. Um, but basically, 
review, subscribe, mm-hmm. yeah. um, YouTube, iTunes, ratings. Thank you, please. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. also come back to the next episode on Thursday. Yeah, and check out JT mm-hmm. Movie Thanks. A lot of great guests coming up. Uh, absolutely. For sure. Bye, guys. Poof. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.